Hey guys, welcome back to the True Crimes Podcast. I'm your host, Sophia Miner, here with a special guest to discuss the highly requested Scott Peterson case. So for background, for those who don't know about the case, in 2004, Scott Lee Peterson was convicted for the first-degree murder of his pregnant wife, Lacey Peterson, and the second-degree murder of his unborn son, Connor. So he was sentenced to death by lethal injection following this conviction, but it was recently overturned in August of 2020 based on evidence of an impartial jury due to the high media coverage on the murder. So he is alive today and he remains incarcerated in San Quentin State Prison. So the reason that this case is so controversial is because early into the murder of Lacey and Connor Peterson, it was widely accepted that Scott was guilty for their murders. Today, many people argue that Scott is innocent and that the police, court, and media all failed to even explore the idea that someone else could be at fault. Some argue that there was no need to look further because Scott was clearly guilty. Regardless, everyone seems to have their own opinion on the case, so here are the important details so that you can form your own opinion. Lacey was last seen on the morning of Christmas Eve in 2002 out walking her dog in Modesto, California. According to Scott's account, he went to his warehouse that morning and then proceeded to go fishing on his boat in the San Francisco Bay. Now, there's proof that this happened, including an email he sent while at his warehouse and a receipt from when he parked his truck at the marina. He returned home later that day to an empty house, except for the dog Lacey was walking, who still had its leash and collar on. After checking with Lacey's family that she wasn't with them, they called 911 and reported her missing. Scott was interviewed that night by detectives, and in this interview, he explained that he had no idea where Lacey was. Now, from early in this investigation, Scott was already seen as a suspect, especially after he was not seen as very cooperative after he refused to take a polygraph test. In an interview, Scott recalls that he overheard a police radio say that the husband was suspicious, referring to Scott. Now, Modesto was a pretty small town, so after Lacey went missing, volunteers came forward from all over and organized search parties and tip lines trying to find her. Now, many people were calling in and giving tips regarding Lacey's disappearance, but it was later found that the police were not looking into these tips that people were giving because they were so fixated on Scott that they were not paying attention to any of their leads. Another reason that people were so fixated on Scott was because he seemingly did not show a lot of emotion about the situation. No one saw him crying or pleading with the community for help like the rest of his family was doing. And based on his demeanor, Scott seemed almost aloof about the entire situation. At this point, most people were already suspecting that Scott was responsible for Lacey's disappearance, but this new finding really convinced the majority of people that he was guilty. This turning point in the case was that a new woman came forward explaining how she was in a relationship with Scott and how she was not aware that he was married. This made Scott not only look like a horrible person who was cheating on his pregnant wife, but also extremely guilty. The worst part was this woman that he had an affair with, Amber Frey, recounted that Scott had told her that he was previously married and that his wife had passed away and that this would be his first holiday without her. Now, the main issue with this was that this conversation took place on December 9th, which was weeks before Lacey's murder and disappearance. Now, most people say that this would be almost an impossible coincidence that he would have predicted that his wife would have gone missing only weeks before it actually happened.
So now, after months of speculation and search for Lacey, they finally found her body on April 14, 2003, four months after her disappearance. Her body was recovered from the shores of the San Francisco Bay after a storm. Their son Connor's body was found hours later, which, if you forgot, was the same place that Scott was fishing the day she went missing, which is very suspicious. So right now, Scott looks extremely guilty, so I want to get into some of the reasons why people believe that he could be innocent. Here are some other leads about Lacey's disappearance that were overlooked by police because of their fixation on Scott. The first was a neighbor who recounted that there was a burglar on Christmas Eve morning just across the street from the Peterson house. When police looked into this, they announced that the two crimes were not connected and that the burglary took place on the morning of the 26th. However, there's a huge issue with that statement because media trucks were surrounding the Peterson house at that time, so the burglars would have been spotted if they had come on the 26th. Another was from one of the witnesses who saw Lacey walking her dog the morning of her disappearance, and she saw two men following Lacey yelling at her. If this is true, it would have been the last sighting of Lacey alive. Now, in my opinion, this seems like something that the police should have looked into, but when asked about it, one of the head detectives on the case said that he had no recollection of any witnesses seeing Lacey the morning of her disappearance, which is extremely inaccurate because there were several. Now, those were two major leads, but there was also a ton of misinformation in the media where people were constantly trying to get information out in this case that there was a lot of false accusations being made and false claims. One main one being that the authorities smelled bleach when entering Scott's home, which was found to be completely false. Now, I have a guest who's very familiar with this case who is here to share her opinion. So here's Annika with her opinion on this case. Hi, for- <laughs> Sorry. Okay. Hi everyone, my name is Annika, and I watched the documentary on Hulu that talked a lot about this case, so I'm pretty familiar with it, and it's honestly really hard for me to say with full confidence whether or not Scott is guilty, but I do believe that he deserves a retrial because... Uh, it really seems like the jury was not impartial and it wasn't really a fair trial and I think everyone deserves that. Yeah, I totally agree with that. That makes a lot of sense. I think he deserves a retrial too. Yeah. So overall, there's so much information on this case and it has so many details because of how much media coverage there was that it's hard to get to everything in one podcast. If you're interested in learning more about this case, there is a Hulu series about it that has a ton of information where they interviewed family, witnesses, members of the Modesto Police Department, reporters, and more. And there's a lot more in-depth information that would be in that. I got a lot of information from that, and it was extremely interesting because they have so much information regarding the case. Thank you so much for listening, and I'll see you next time.